morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Vibing with TJ podcast. I am your host, TJ. I hope everybody is having a great start to their Friday so far um, as we head into the weekend. Uh, so we, we're continuing it off. I got another special guest here. I have my my mother, Jonetta, <laughs> as we talk about a yes, a brand new segment of uh, called knowing your value, knowing your value. So um, I thought that she was the best person to uh, talk about this subject because I mean, just from all the talks that we've had, personal one on one conversations, um, private conversations. So I thought that she would be the best one to talk about this. She probably knows the most about it. Uh-huh. Got me blessed, you know, over here. Wow. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so I'm going to give the floor to her. I'm going to let her introduce herself, give a little bit back uh, background about herself, whatever she wants to tell you, and then we're going to hop right into the questions. So you have the floor. Well, my name is Janetta Saprice Richardson. Of course, I am TJ's mother. Um I really don't know what to say right now. My background is I'm a, a mother of four, grandmother of 10. Is it 10 now, Nene? I think it's not. <laughs> yes, 10. I, uh, with learning myself, it's something that I'm I'm just not realizing when the journey started. So it's, it's funny that this is the topic that we're, we're speaking on today because of the spiritual journey that I'm on with myself right now. Uh, I thought I knew myself a long time ago. I knew my value a long time ago, but in my 50s, I'm learning that, yeah, uh, I didn't know what I didn't know, and I thought I knew it all when it comes to who I am. Um, so it, it, it's, it's interesting that we're having this topic today. So um, that's me. I'm um, mother of four, grandmother of, I think it's 10. I think I lost count. A founder of a nonprofit called Steps Incorporated, and uh, that's just about it. I'm just, just, I'm here. I'm here, John. Allen. You here? Okay, okay, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> all right. So we'll just hop right into it. So the first question that I, I want to ask, um, and I'm, I, and I, if you don't understand the question, I'll explain it a little bit. Is um, what does self value mean to you? And when I say that, I want you to think back on I don't know how many years ago but think back on maybe your lowest point go back to that that person you was then and tell me what you thought self-value meant to you at your lowest point I don't I mean I don't want to give no specific like time frame because I don't know how many years ago that was hell it could have been last year for all I know you know so at that lowest point what was your mind frame what do you think self-value was to you being accepted by the person that I thought that I was in love with, being accepted, um, trying to figure out how to please. That's the best way I can say it, at the, you know, without getting into many details. But uh, I, I, I feel like uh, I spent a lot of time trying to be accepted. And um, if someone accepted me, then it, it made me feel like, oh, I, I accomplished something. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mm-hmm. Being, yeah. Being accepted. Mm-hmm. Being accepted. Okay. Um, and what do you think that that stems from? That that wanting to be accepted. Do you think that's from some type of childhood? Uh, I don't know, yeah. trauma or yeah. 
not necessarily a childhood trauma. It was um, a childhood desire or a childhood need, um, the relationship that I had with my mom. My mom was good to me, don't get me wrong. But she was not a very approachable mother. And I always, I, I felt like I did things to get her approval. It's because mm. I, I at a very young age, 16, and I know I disappointed my mom. So everything I did from that point on, it was her, her to make sure, you know, I wanted her to approve of, of what I was doing, to let her know that I, I heard what you said. I'm listening to what you're, you know, watching you as a mother, because I'm learning how to be a mom, too. So some of the decisions, mm. a lot of the decisions that I made when it came to raising you guys and it was to get her approval. Um, I had to take myself out the equation, think about what I thought was best for my children and if that was something that my mom would approve, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. That yeah. does make sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you, you talk about, you know, grandma wasn't approachable, but I guess as you get older, you maybe people soften up because she was different uh, from what I... From what you guys tell me, you know, like I was probably a grandma's girl for a long time. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So do you do you think that stems when it comes to um, both of your parents or just just with your mother? Or or yeah. do you seek approval in different ways when it comes to men? Or my mom, a little bit of both. When it comes to men, I was searching for. Um, when I look in hindsight of stuff. Especially, um, and I hope he doesn't get offended when he when he hears this podcast. Ronnie, the, the guy I did end up marrying, he reminded me so much of my dad. He had so many similarities to my dad that that's what attract that's what atta- I got attached to. And um, he was it was it was we met for a reason. God makes no mistake. So it was a reason and a season and a lifetime because he's he's a lifetime friend. That he that we came into each other's lives, but what attracted me to him is that the the similarities that I saw in him that was in my dad. How your phone going off? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, but yeah. No, you good? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ronnie's been alone for a long time. That's my my stepfather. Even though they've been, y'all been divorced for since twenty two thousand seven. 2007 so almost close to 20 we coming up on 20 years creeping up on it yeah so i was i was real young y'all got but y'all was together when i was real young yeah so so he was pretty much 17 years 17 17 yeah i was real young y'all was together uh i don't even think i was in was i in school yet i'm not sure Oh, you still in daycare? You still in daycare? I'm still in daycare. Okay, yeah. So that's yeah, that's how long it's been. So yeah, but Ronnie is still still around. He's still, <laughs> I talked to him not too long ago. Still, still Ronnie. He's a good good guy. Uh, yeah, he does. I I can see that because I can see him. Uh, you know how he reminds you a lot of Papa in a in a lot of ways. So I I, I get that. Yeah. So as as an adult. Um, you say that you you were seeking approval from your from your mother, and that's how it transferred to you as an adult. How do you think that it um, both positive and negative ways? Thinking back to that mindset that you were in at your lowest point, how do you think that affected you in those well, ways? If that does that make uh, sense? 
Yeah. In a, in hindsight, looking back in a negative and also a positive way, uh, I, I made a vow to myself that I would be a different type of mom to my girls, uh, to my children, because I didn't know how many kids I was going to have at that mind, at that time frame. But I made a, I made a, a promise to myself that I would not be that kind of mom. I wanted to be a, approachable that my children to be able to come and talk to me regardless of what the conversation was about. Um, mm-hmm. So, and so that turned into a positive because I have, I have different bonds with all of my kids. I feel like y'all know that y'all can come and talk to me about anything. I may be mm-hmm. mad, I may be mad, but it's still, you know, you can come to me because I'm, I'm just, I was in your shoes one time myself. You know, we all have, our journey growing. Mm-hmm. You know, growing. So yeah. I, I that uh make a vow to myself not to be that kind of mom, but I still wanted her approval. But I mm-hmm. just wanted to be a little bit differently, the same but different when it came to raising my kids. So yeah. A lot of the, the, the things value the values that I that I got from her, I kind of passed it along to you guys, but I just wanted to do it in a different way. In in a modern top type way, <laughs> maybe. I don't know about modern, but a, a way that if if I put myself in the way I get through life and the way I make build bonds with people, I kind of tend to put myself in their shoes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So how would I feel? I know how I felt uh, not being able to, to approach my mom. So I didn't want my kids to feel that way. So I always put myself in your try to think the way a person in that situation would think or, or feel how I kind of like <laughs> do stuff. Yeah. I understand that. Cause I've, I've talked about that a, a few times uh, on the show. And actually I talked about that with, with Nikki and, and Keisha. We all, we all have the same say of treat people the way you want to be treated. And I think we probably got that from you. Like yeah. I, I'm really heavy on that, you know? So I, I get that when you say put people in, you know, I put myself in your people's shoes cause I do that too. So you probably did mm. pass that to us. So, but <laughs> I guess, I guess from, from my experience, from learning that from you, I had to learn that um, it's two sides to that. Like you, you treat people the way you want to be treated, but you can also treat them the way they treat you if they treat you bad. Right. You know, that's the part that you didn't teach us. I had to learn right. that, you know. <laughs> and funny you say that because I'm just not learning how to, how to twist that con- not twist it but do both sides of that concept because it is that is the way you should do because if you don't people tend to walk all over you and you yes. feel like much of yourself away and that's where I, these last five years of my journey my spiritual journey i'm realizing that i'm still gonna treat people the way i want to be treated but i'm watching how you treat me too so i'm mm-hmm. right back at you you know right back at you we, we match your energy now you know, right. so yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that was a very, I ain't gonna say a hard lesson I had to learn, but it was a lesson that I, uh, I kept, probably had to keep learning because I wasn't getting it. Like, right. I think me, even me and Kenya had a conversation because I'd be like, why do people act like this? I'm doing this and this and this. And she would always just say, you can't expect people to act the way, you know, treat you the way that you treat them. She used to say that all the time to me. <laughs> like, that word expect, I, I had a tendency of setting expectations in other people and expecting mm-hmm. them to think, do, and do things the way I do it. And so when they yeah. didn't do it, 
frustrated me inside. And then, then the least little thing would set me off. And mm-hmm. Not necessarily a particular person that I'm frustrated with, but anything good mm-hmm. with it. You know, I had to learn how not to. I set my own expectations in myself. And, mm-hmm. you know, you people who they are. And, and that's the model that I'm learning how to deal with, too. People going to be who they are. And when they show you who you they yeah. who they are, that accordingly and keep it moving. And it goes back to treating people the way you want to be treated, but also treating them how they treat you. So uh, that's, yeah, that's exactly. There accordingly. So. Accordingly, yes, of course, yeah. So it it, it makes me think about um uh well uh, ocean. You you know who that is? That's 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 Farida. <laughs> Uh, she, she, she sent me a, a little clip in, I think it was maybe last week or the week before, uh, Viola Davis. And she was talking about, um, disappoint other people before you did. Basically I'm paraphrasing, disappoint other people before you disappoint yourself. I don't know why that came to mind when we were just talking about that, but I was like, that's so profound because I'd rather disappoint somebody else than disappoint myself because, uh, I can't get over disappointing myself as easily as disappointing somebody else. They'll get over it. They can, eventually they'll understand. Like if I don't treat them the way that they expect me to treat them or whatever, they can be disappointed about that, but I'm not going to let you walk over me and be disappointed in myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So she sent that to me. I said like it, it can apply to so many, to many levels with that. But Viola Davis is, uh, I, I'm going to have to find that clip so I can show it to you. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. yeah. So, what's that? I said she's awesome. Oh, okay. It sounds like you kind of blurred out there, but so okay, that's good. So, I guess the next question is putting yourself still in that same situation, same mindset at your lowest point. What is a situation that you experienced? You feel really tested. Uh, how you viewed uh your value in yourself. Repeat that. What's a situation or experience that you that you had that you feel really tested how you view uh, the value in yourself? Does that make sense? That takes me back to um, a very, very hard time not too long ago um, when when my mom got her wings. It, it, it was the... Uh, the years after that, that uh, things that I went through with my siblings, um, I feel like I was really, really being tested because I never had any kind of, not that kind of drama with uh, my siblings. So mm-hmm. that was a time in my life when I go back to it. it was, oh, I, I feel like God was really showing up and showing me According to my prayers, put it this way, according to the prayers, because I was going through um, really reconnecting with God, my creator. And and my prayers was like, God, I need to see the faces. I need to see the true faces of the people around me because this is a new, new realm. My mom, that safety is gone. You know what I mean? I can't depend on her helping me deal with them. So I need to see who I'm dealing with, know who they are, and and help me adjust myself accordingly. And that them them two years was very very hard for me, but at the same time it was eye opening because it's, it's still going back to 
treating people the way you want to be treated, but also treat them according to how they treat you. And it it's, it's, it still breaks my heart a little bit with some of my, uh, with the, the, the relationship that I had to let go of, so to speak, uh, during that time frame. And you looking like, whoa, a little confused, but that was a valuable lesson for me. Uh, I always spoke highly of my family, highly of my siblings. You know, we have our mess, but we were always stuck together is what I did. And during that time frame, I didn't feel like we was together. And I felt like everybody was against me for whatever reason. And so it was a hard time for me. And I'm grateful to you guys because I feel like if it wasn't for my children, real talk, my grandbabies, I don't know. I don't know how I would have got through it. For real. It was it was hard. It was very hard. And kind of getting a little misty talking about it. Because it's still hard. Because yeah, I, I mean, because I miss, he's still dealing with some residual of it. Yeah, I, I still miss it when we used to, the, the bonds that we had. And I was just on Facebook earlier this morning. And I seen how some of our family had got together not too long ago. And I'm like, damn, I ain't getting no invite. You know, and, uh, you know, we were supposed to have uh, our little gathering yesterday. And I got a call from one of my nephews because uh, I wanted him to do something for me. And I told him, and he found out, uh, he heard the great family that we was getting together or whatever. And he said, I was just reaching out because I want us to do that again. Let us plan something together. I said, you know, and being honest with Brad, I said, I feel like if I was the host of it, I want to have a family gathering, a big one for everybody to come. Something that's been on my the back of my mind since mom got her wings. But uh, I feel like if I was the one that hosted, certain people is not going to come. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how he handles that. He said he still wanted to do it, but uh, I'm still dealing with that. Put it that way, just just long mm. story short, because mm. it just it just it was an eye opening experience for me with my siblings um, and some of my nieces and nephews too that I thought I had a different type of relationship with, and that they truly showed me where I stood in their mm-hmm. hearts. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know that's uh, I mean, and not to make excuses for anybody, but that's just. To me, what's ringing to me, my intuition is telling me that's just that's a form of grief. Like they have their own grief, um, still dealing with um, grandma's passing, even though it's what's it been seven years now. Is yeah. it seven years? Seven years? Yeah. I, it was seventeen, six years. Oh, six years. So, well, we is it going to be six years this November? Yeah. Oh, okay. So six years this November. So I think they got their own grief when it comes to her passing because of their own unsolved um issues with grandmother you know what i'm saying with grandma like they didn't yeah. resolve whatever they needed to or talk out whatever they need to talk out with her like we didn't have no issues with her she didn't have no issues with you you know what i mean so if anything i remember i think she said she was proud of you right huh i said if anything i think she said she was proud of you she did <laughs> yeah so it, i think it, it has Honestly, I, in my humble opinion, I think it might have a lot to do with that, too. You know, it's their own personal thing, their own personal issue with grandma that they didn't get resolved. They still were grieving her death. And you are the closest person to take it out on now. Does that make sense? You know, do well, yeah, yeah. 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 
it might be deeper than that, but that's what it, that's the feeling that I'm getting. Like it's just they they're not hand, that's the only way they know how to handle it is to take it out on somebody else instead of internalizing it and really dealing with their own grief. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so it, it people gonna be people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and the the good side of that that came out of it is I, I started to get to uh really get to know myself. Uh, yeah. And that that's a whole mm. other story. <laughs> but um, Okay. It, um, yeah. It was it was okay. opening me as well for to get to know my own self. Um mm-hmm. learn they know. Um was hard when it comes it's, it was hard when it came to certain family members but i had to start saying no and the more mm-hmm. i said no the better i felt and i got Ain't that, that amazing well yeah it's a good feeling and i, I like you said I'm, i don't care about you being disappointed in because you expected me to to jump through your hoop and i didn't mm-hmm. now you looking and i feel great <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, like I said, don't. It's better to disappoint someone else than to disappoint yourself. So I, I get that. Yeah. So at that experience, how did you? What type of toll did it take on your self self value? I don't know if I heard you say that part because I mean, you was talking about um, you just you you feel like uh, you seen your siblings in a different light. So how did that? How do you think that affected you? Like on emotionally, spiritually, you know physical level maybe and how and how did what told it to take on your value physically i started losing hair i was stressed out and i'm like uh you know how i was when i came to stay with you yeah i was stressed um spiritually however it, it brought me closer to god because now i'm like okay what is the purpose of of me in this family you know what i mean um mm-hmm. what's my purpose in this world um mm-hmm. so it, it brought closer to God and building that relationship with my creator. So if that that was the, the good side of it. I think. So yeah, it brought me close to God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, that's, and, good. Well, that's always a good thing. The initial plan anyway, you know. Stop trying to do it your way, do it my way. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It just it brought me closer to God. It, it, it made my relationship with him a whole lot deeper. Deeper, yeah. I'm really having conversations with you, and um, in my own little way, in my own little corner of the of the house or what have you. In in that house, while I was living in Mama's house, it was a lot of things that memories that I had to suppress. I had suppressed back then for whatever reason. And um, yeah, I, I wanted to know what my purpose is in this world. What my purpose is, especially in this family. Why did you mm. choose me to be one to? be here with her when she transitioning and then everybody coming towards me like I done something wrong because now she wants certain things to happen because the expectation that she had expected in someone else, they're showing her, no, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get too deep with it, but yeah, yeah. Because decisions was made. Some decisions was changed in the process is what started a whole lot of the, uh, the riffraff between Mm -hmm. some of the siblings. But yeah, I, God tested. I felt like I was being tested, and that brought me closer to Him to start asking more, more questions. And you know, be ready what you what you pray for. Oh yeah, be definitely. You got to be ready for it because yeah. I mean, you ask for Him to start revealing stuff. He gonna reveal it to you. 
Um, and he, yeah. Yeah, he still showed me stuff, you know. Still to this day? To this day. Six years later, yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, well, yeah, it, that makes sense because he's he's going to bring it, reveal it to you as he feels that you are in that that vibration to handle it. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. at that higher, you can handle it now. Like he never puts more on you than you can bear. Exactly. Actually, yeah. um, God don't put all that stuff on us. We put it on ourselves. We be trying to do too much, and, and um, he, he don't put that pain and, and that grief and stuff. We put that on ourselves. If we take everything to God, we wouldn't be going through as much as the depression and drama and stress that we go through. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Which I mean, but yeah. it, it, you're still going to have trials and tribulation. That's what I mean by like is the yeah. things that's, that's no. yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we, we put too much on ourselves, and then, and then we say that oh, God ain't gonna put too more on us than we can handle. Um, stop picking up stuff that don't belong to you. Well, <laughs> I mean, sometimes you, well, we humans, it, it happens sometimes, but sometimes it can't be helped. You know what I'm saying? Like you pick something up, you don't, you don't know no better. So you had to go through it to know some know better, right? So, but sometimes if he. My, with life now is learning how to let go because I'm a little bit too loyal sometimes. Uh, people have told me that sometimes you're a little too friendly. You, you, you're just too friendly. You're just too too much, too whatever. Um, I do have a tendency to be too loyal um, or hold on to something or someone longer than I need to. That's what I mean by that. Well, so yeah, okay. Because when you were saying like too loyal, like that's almost a, the equivalent when I was talking to Nick and Keisha, someone saying you too nice. I feel like that's their way of putting their their shortcomings on you to try to make you bet down to their level. You can never be too loyal. You can be too loyal to the wrong person, but you can never be too loyal. You can never be too nice. That's so it's right just here. a, it's about finding like, to me, it's like finding that discernment. Like, okay, I can't be loyal to you, but you, this person over here that's showing me, I can be loyal to you. Cause I know that you'll accept it. You won't take it for granted, whatever. I can be nice to you. You can accept it. You won't take it for granted and you will reciprocate it back. Mm-hmm. So like, I hate when people say like, you too loyal to you too nice. Stop putting your shortcomings on me. <laughs> Cause you can't handle it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Something about right. you feels self, self uh, deficient or something about you is lacking that you can't handle that. I am this you know not like i'm trying to hype hype myself up but this light and i you know and and it's just natural you know right right yeah yeah so i i I don't accept that i don't like that stuff you kind of i don't know it just gets under my skin like just i I don't know people like that is just (laughs) okay so yeah so i guess the, the last conversation before we how far because we we're near thirty minutes already. Don't even feel like it, huh? See, <laughs> see, <laughs> she she was on here earlier today. Uh, I was talking to her earlier. I said we, we last about thirty forty five minutes. She talking about thirty forty five minutes. <laughs> what are we gonna talk about that long? <laughs> see. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So last question. And I guess it might tie into the, you might have already answered it, actually. I don't know. But it might tie into the last one. Um, what situation you experienced do you feel was your biggest or greatest lesson and what did it teach you? And it might it might have already answered that, actually. But Say it again. What situation um, uh, you experienced that you feel was your biggest or greatest lesson and what did it teach you? 
we just answered it. That that yeah. Kind of it does. Um, that was a, a really really uh, big life lesson. I learned a lot throughout the process of of several things of some stuff about real estate. I mean, I I walked away with some positives from it, but it really taught me how um, to protect myself, protect my heart. It took me to the uh, the the book of Ephesians with the uh, the armor of God. I wear that every mm. day now. The armor of God. I have have it posted in my bedroom, my office, in my prayer closet. Uh, I I arm myself with the armor of God every day, and that that helped me to get through to put that tough skin on for my my family. Because my heart, I my, I'm so family oriented. I still want to do. I still want to help. I still want to be there. But at the same time, I, I'm learning how not to get in the midst of everything and, and get myself disappointed and get myself walked. You know what I'm saying? So that led me to that the, the book of Ephesians. And in that uh, book, I, I really got into literally putting the arm of God on every day. And doing that, it helps me to increase my spirit of discernment to know when to say yes and no when someone asks you me to do something you know what I mean so yeah that makes sense instead of saying let go and let God I'm literally allowing God to lead me Uh, so it's it's a whole series and and so many doors is opening with the non-profit and um even with my personal life so it's it's I'm I'm oh my god it's crazy like this is all like tying together because when I was talking to um Mika about this and even uh Ocean about this. We we talked about it a little bit. We were saying that when you really start healing, like really, really started healing, um, things start happening. Things start popping yeah. off. You know, yeah. um and, and Mika even said, Miss Lou, I'm sorry y'all, Miss Miss Mika Lou, she was the one of our guests <laughs> on here. Uh she said that when you really start healing emotionally, physically, um, spiritually, it heals your finances too. Girl, for me, for five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was because it's coming. He made enough for everybody, so he made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. So it is. It's almost like it's crazy because I was when she said that. I said, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I'm going through that now." (laughs) Yeah. So I guess. So. Yeah. What was what was that you said? I'm sorry, I I couldn't hear you. That song is coming in my head now that you was playing earlier today. He made me on purpose. <laughs> oh, okay. I was thinking. He 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 got uh, he promised me an abundance of whatever. I'm I'm going to receive everything that he promised me. Oh so yeah. In order for to receive it, I have to receive him. So you got to receive go. him. Yeah, mm-hmm. they go and- you got to receive him, and you know, and you got to be at a well. This is just my own personal opinion. Take it or leave it. You know what I'm saying? People take it or leave it. But I feel like you got to be at a certain vibration, and when I say a certain vibration, you got to be at a certain like level of awareness about yourself, a level of awareness about uh, God, uh, your spiritual self. Um, you know, like a level of healing for Him to receive, because He's not going to give you all this abundance and you can't handle it. You know. Right. You know, right. you just squander it. You don't really appreciate it. You know, you you gonna take it for granted. So you, yeah, you that healing has to come. There's no way around yeah. it. Heal, heal yourself. Your finances will heal too. <laughs> I truly believe that. Yeah, 
I believe yeah, that too. I, I, I'm on it. Yeah, it, it, I, it just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Ain't it? <laughs> just that simple. <laughs> you don't have to do nothing. You don't even have to do anything extra. Right. But just go and go really do the work and heal yourself. So, yeah. But, and, yeah. And the work, doing the work is the extra. You got to do the work. You can't just go pray, say, God, I want this, I need this, I da da da. You got to do the work too. He's going to do his part. He's waiting on you to do yours. Oh yeah, and we we gonna talk more about that in the next segment. We gonna <laughs> we gonna we gonna stop it right here, yeah, because I see you you getting into it. Now. <laughs> yeah, so we gonna we gonna end it here for the week. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this segment with uh, my mother, Miss Janetta. Uh, she'll be back next week <laughs> on the Vibing with TJ podcast. I hope you guys have a great rest of your Friday, a great weekend. Cheers to the weekend, and we will see you guys. Back next week with segment two of Knowing Your Value. Peace out.